Regina King for Cadillac Escalade. Let's say you make it to the top. What's next? Relish in the glory of your accomplishments? Okay, sure, for a minute. But then you move forward. Take the 2021 Escalade. Cadillac's newest arrival is more than just a celebration of iconic luxury. It's the most technologically advanced Escalade ever. Because arriving is just the beginning. The 2021 Cadillac Escalade. Never stop arriving. Tigers are space aliens. You decide. It's one more thing. Armstrong and Getty. One more thing. So I've been looking at this uh, in-depth CBS News 48 hours uh, look into whether Carol Baskin killed her husband. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's pretty compelling. That she did? Yeah, I mean, we can get into that. Um, But there's a a whale of a circumstantial case. Or we could talk about these fighter pilots who are now talking about the day when they tracked that uh, UFO on their uh, radar. The one guy saying it committed an act of war. The UFO did? It did, yeah. Yeah. So, which is intentionally more dramatic than it turns out to be. It's a great tease, though, isn't it? It is. So I'll what, stay tuned to this podcast. Do you want Carol Baskin or the, the uh, fighter pilot? You've read through the evidence and you think... Well, they interview everybody involved. You ever watched 48 Hours? It's, it's this episode or the show in general. In general, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's you know, it's a little sensationalistic, but it's oh, yeah. incredibly thorough. Yeah, yeah. These shows, twenty twenty forty eight hours, they're not known for getting things wrong. Right. So this gal who used to be, uh, what Don Lewis was Carol Baskin's husband. Okay, Don. Again, as we set up on the show, she was a runaway or whatever, early 20s or a teenager or whatever she was. Well, she's a teenager. She's already married. She's just walking down the road in the middle of the night, and he stops and picks her up. So that's how their relationship started. Yeah, she was walking down the road crying, I think, because her, her husband is cheating on her. And a guy who is on his way to cheat on his wife picks her up. Yeah. And they go to a motel and <laughs> make the beast with two backs. Anyway, <laughs> what? Yada yada yada. How He's many, tiger food. How many uh, backs does a beast need? Anyway, um, so this gal who was his uh, bookkeeper and business partner in some ways, um, we'll pick up the story there. <clears throat> ever tell you about the girl I picked up along, walking alongside the road? Have I ever told that story? That's not the girl with the uh, bag full of pills, was it? No, completely different. Story. Yeah, okay. No, I don't recall. I'm driving home on the interstate for relatively late at night. Appro- approximate year. 20 years ago, okay. something like that. I don't know. Long time ago. Um, and I see uh, I see a person walking along the interstate, and there's there's um, uh, like a bridge area or whatever. I mean, there's not much shoulder, and there's not, you know, it's not like there's a ditch or whatever. And I see a person walk along, and as I get closer, it looks to me like it's like a, a, a young girl walking alongside the road mm-hmm. with traffic in the dark, just, yeah, I'm going to go by and everything like that. Terrible. And then I and then I thought, what the hell? I mean, because this is a place where there aren't people around. This yeah. is out in um, long stretch of no town or whatever. And and she was kind of waving her arm like that, and it just people were zipping by. And I, I so I pulled over, and I thought, this is a child alongside the road. Mm. Well, I back up. I have no idea how old she was, but she was certainly a grown up. I'm guessing nineteen, twenty, something like that. She mm-hmm. she was very uh, small, and looked it like might a have child. Been Carol Baskin. 
And I said, uh, I saw you waving. Are you okay? And she said, yeah, my boyfriend beat me up or uh, I forget what the story was. It was some it was some terrible story. But I realized right away this is not a child. This is a grown woman walking alongside the road. Yeah. Now I'm not really as interested in picking her up or I'm just wondering what's going on. Yeah. Yeah. Women you walking could sense the crazy. Yeah, I can sense all kinds of things. Anyway, yeah. she gets in my car and uh, she said, if you drive me to San Francisco, I will blank your blank. Oh, boy. That's the first thing she says. To Whoa, me. golly. She uh, Paint your house? Exactly. If you drive <laughs> me to rotate San Francisco, your tires. I will rotate your tires. Groom your dog. I said, how about I just drop you off the first exit? Where there's like a convenience store or something, you can call somebody or do whatever you got to do. Yeah, and then she just keeps uh, she she. I think she reached over at one point and put her hand on my leg, but she kept you know telling me these things she was going to do for me if I drive her to San Francisco. Wow! I thought I don't want him. I have no idea what's going on here. So I'm coming back home from San Francisco. <laughs> <laughs> As the old Joe goes, um, I'm assuming that you were not in say Oakland. When this took place, no, 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 it was no. A long I was, way away. I was a good, yeah, hour drive from there. Yeah, okay. and I wouldn't anyway. I mean, I just, I, I, I but had, she was going to rotate your tires. I clearly was about to get pulled into some sort of <laughs> like the tires aren't going to rotate themselves. That's Joe. a good way to end the day. No, I dropped Relaxes off. Relaxes you before you. Go I dropped to sleep. off the first exit. I just said good luck, and you know, whatever, took off with your tires unrotated. Yeah. <laughs> just I didn't, I didn't want to be pulled into that in yeah. any way whatsoever. I mean, there's no telling. What, what? Just no telling. Yeah, just like a flashing chaos neon sign just blinking. Oh yeah, and I don't know if there's a you know an angry boyfriend looking for her or a drug cartel or she just murdered somebody or, or she, yeah she made up the whole thing. Who knows? Or, or, yeah, yeah, who knows what? Yeah, I think we've both. Or, or, or she's gonna say I raped her or who knows oh, what's gonna happen. Lord. Yeah, I think we've both bumped up uh, against enough highly questionable people to recognize the type. Well, yeah, there will it's... be a terrible outcome for somebody, and it might be me. That, you know, those, there's been a few of those in my life. It's like the woman that offered me to come to her house when I was in Long Island. Remember yeah. at the convenience store in yeah, the middle of the night? you're a fool to pass that one there off. There have been a few of those in my life where that was the exit ramp to a completely different life, probably horrible, mm. that, you know, is a, is a very long story. That or ends the in, grave. Or the grave that ends up in death or jail or whatever that yeah. I that I took a pass on. And I'm, you only need I'm one kidney, really. <laughs> and I'm happy for the choice I made. Well, either that or you're just drifting through life afraid of adventure. I've never thought, oh, I wish I'd have checked in, you know. No, no, I've never thought that. Not even one time. <laughs> oh, my God. You're a life drifter. Anyway, so in this case, this dude's driving down the road, and he sees a similar sort of situation, gives Carol Baskin a ride, and takes her to a hotel and has sex with her. Right. And his life turned out fine wherever he is. <laughs> <laughs> so you got this gal, Anne, who is his bookkeeper, business partner, protege, etc., um, and says in the days before he went missing, uh, this Don Lewis was planning to go to Costa Rica to sell some used cars and trucks. She says, he was supposed to go and get me some VIN numbers and supposed to call me back, but he didn't. And the reporter says, was that like him? I mean, did he do that frequently? She says, no, Don and I spoke on a daily basis. Finally, I reached Carol. I kind of asked her if she knew where her husband was. And her answer to me was, no, that she hadn't seen him since the day before. And she asked me if I thought she should call the police. And I think I made a smart aleck remark and said something like, you think? Yeah, you need to do that. There were some not-so-subtle signs. There were problems in the marriage. Um, a cryptic warning. 
Somebody got not to be alone with Carol. Don's daughter said, yeah, he thought she was crazy and he didn't like the way she spent money. They were fighting about what to do with the animals. He wanted to breed them and sell them. She wanted to keep them and make it a sanctuary. Um, Don had also reportedly been having affairs and talked about getting a divorce. And if he had gone through with it, it could have been costly, says his lawyer, Joseph Fritz, who I remember from Tiger King. So she would have lost a considerable amount of money. Oh, yeah, millions. That's considerable. Yeah. If I recall, when she got in the car with him, he had a gun on the seat. Yeah, he uh, he offered, hey, I've got this gun. You, If you're worried about it, you can hold on to this gun while we talk to make you feel safe. My only point with that being the kind of guy who drives around with a gun on the seat, who picks up runaways walking down the road whilst having multiple affairs. <clears throat> There's right. lots of ways he could end ended up dead. So my final bit of evidence, unless you want to talk about this more, is um, they made a lot of money together. But after Don disappeared, this Anne McQueen gal, the bookkeeper, said she remembered a sealed envelope he'd given her two months earlier. He came to the office and he was agitated and he gave me an envelope and he said, take this, keep it in a safe place. He either said, take it to the police or you'll know what to do with it if anything ever happens. I took it home. I didn't think anything about it. But after Don went missing, she remembered and opened the envelope. It was Don asking the judge for a restraining order against Carol. Just months before he disappeared, Don tried unsuccessfully to get a restraining order against Carol, telling the judge, Carol has gotten angry enough to threaten to kill me. She has a forty-five, and she took my three fifty-seven. I'd say that's a pretty good circumstantial that's case. That's pretty significant. That's enough for the detectives to really focus on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She fed him to tigers. They snack him. So... Can't convince me that it didn't happen. Why did... Why was she, How'd she get into the beef with Joe Exotic? Uh, over she, in Oklahoma? Because she is a tiger conservationist, <laughs> and the she was anti the whole cubbing and, like, renting out of tigers industry. She doesn't give a crap about the well-being of tigers. But, no, probably um, not. But, well, but, I don't know, because her, her beef a, with her husband, who she killed, was that she wanted to make it a sanctuary, and he wanted to breed them. You know, she had she had that weird cult thing she was running there, though, with the people who would work there and earn their different colored T-shirts. And all those they all idolize her places and, seem to be cults. Yeah, I mean, there's something. I mean, she might care about tigers, but she has all kinds of weird things going on with. I don't know what she's doing. Oh yeah, but so she just didn't want the competitor she, out there. Well, she was a vocal proponent of introducing restrictions against the the likes of Joe Exotic. Mm-hmm. And, and she would bring heat down on him. Yes, yes. Yeah, she would bring wildlife authority heat she on him She was trying constantly. to drive him out of business. Right. Yeah. yeah. And then he hired some meth head to kill her. <laughs> How'd that go? He just wandered off. <laughs> I went out to kill him, but then I got a killer, but then I got a 12-pack of beer, and a, I don't remember what happened. <laughs> God dang it, that's a lifestyle. Bunch of morons. Other people's lifestyles make me tired. <laughs> just hearing about them. Yeah, just seems so tiring. Yeah, you know, I, I thank uh, fate, God, whatever, for the lack of drama in my life all the time. But, of course, I had the doctor tell me I almost dropped dead. So mm. that would have been drama. I mean, that's the drama, right? You can't really top it. The sudden checkout. I'm glad it didn't happen. But uh, This is not the worst of it, as long as we are here to say this is the worst of it. Shakespeare. Mm-hmm. He was just an old white man, dead white men. Mm. The only reason to teach Shakespeare is to point out how terrible it is. Uh, we were talking about that yesterday. Was that on the podcast? On the nope. one more thing, or it's on uh, the fabulous Armstrong and Getty radio show? Uh, one of our alert listeners, uh, JP, sent us a link to a story that there's a uh, 
Williams College. It's one of your expensive, rich guy, smallish liberal arts colleges in Massachusetts. And, um, <laughs> and, uh, wait a minute. Did, the, did you just call Massachusetts Massachusetts? No. Because you can on the podcast? I, I don't believe I did. That no. is the most childish thing you've ever done. Oh, please. Please review the record. You could stick your finger up your nose to the second knuckle, and it would be more mature than what you just did. <laughs> second knuckle. Oh, <laughs> uh, there's a uh, the student body is trying to get a boycott going at uh, Williams College because the English department isn't woke enough, and they are crazy woke. It's just uh, today's college students are insane. They are crazy. I don't know what to do about it either. Hmm. Topic for a different day and a different time. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, any final Tiger What do you think most notes? likely would have happened if I had given her a ride to San Francisco for said payment? She'd have rotated your tires. <laughs> no, she probably would have jumped out of the car and said, sorry, sucker, and run off. Get oh, drug, oh. Get drugs or something. Gotcha. Hanson says de- herpes. Without delivering on her end of the deal. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. If she had indeed come in contact with your uh, your junk, it probably I don't. Would've... I don't know that I was willing to. I, I, I realized she was in a bad spot in her life and needed a ride to San Francisco. I, I wasn't really, I wasn't even really thinking about the payoff. Well, it was whether or not I was going to give her a ride. It's a it's a particular sort of person that starts with that offer. Yeah, it is definitely not. You know, I'll pay for the gas, or you'd be doing me an incredible favor, or my life is in danger, or anything. Just go, jumps right. right to the the blank. You're blank. Yeah. Yeah, that's why that's why I knew it was trouble. Yeah, yep. Some people react to it because you know you see it on documentary stuff like that. When they run into a situation, they think, "Oh my God, this is my lucky day." <laughs> no, no, that's not that's not that's not what's happening here. You end up getting it by tigers. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Blank is blank. Smog his car. <laughs> well, you're uh, right, Michael. You guessed it. Well, I guess that's it. Do my taxes. When you're ready to ride Metro, we want you to know we're ready for you. Here are just a few of the people at Metro to tell you how we're doing our part to keep riders safe. We're cleaning like never before. We're hospital-grade cleaning. You'll find hand sanitizer stations all over the Metro. No mask, no Metro. Need one? We have a few extras. At Metro, we're doing our part to keep the D.C. area moving. Find out more at wmata.com slash doingourpart.